My name is Louie, and today we have uh, Ken. Hello. How are you doing, Ken? I'm alive. You're alive. We just, it's just me and Ken. It's just Ken and I today. <laughs> <laughs> we had Fangirl until like five minutes ago, but something came up. So it's just us. Woohoo! Just us. Timber was too busy um, reading The Witcher on stream instead of actually playing games to be here. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, how have you been? Been all right. I've been doing things that isn't related to the Japanese music industry, but we can talk about that later. Ooh, nice, nice. I have also been doing things that are not say, related how... to the Japanese music industry. <laughs> I was going to say, how have you been? <laughs> um, I've been doing things not related to the Japanese music industry, like I said. Um, I mean, I've been fine, just like, it's, let's see, what, it's the 17th. My girlfriend's been on, like, overnight shifts since the first, and it's just been the most god-awful boring month in the world <laughs> i'm by myself most of the day i wake up at 6 30 i start stream she wakes up at like 3 30 or 4 showers eats something and goes to work by 4 45 and then it's just me here the rest of the day and i'm so bored i'm so bored but i'm not bored enough to play video games for some reason i have a, I've been having a hard time playing games off stream lately oh. instead i've just been buying games on ebay please someone stop me or enable me by giving me copious amounts of cash. One of the two, either. I told you I can buy <laughs> it for me. you. <laughs> no, you can't. I can't let you do it. Just I either need to be enabled or stopped. One of the two. <laughs> Enable. I I will buy it for you to give to you. That's enabling. <laughs> I don't want to make you do that. What what he's talking about is I found a copy of Space Channel Five Part One and Two on Dreamcast in really good shape together for really cheap, and I've never seen it before. And, but I have just spent $80 on a copy of Illbleed. So I'm like, I cannot do this a second time. <laughs> I can't do it the second time. <laughs> what have you been up to? Well, I've been playing. I've been playing a couple things, actually. So I went back to Final Fantasy just because I'm like, Final Fantasy VII Remake to be exact. And I'm kind of just mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, it's been a while. I should kind of play and get in the mood and, and things like that. And then obviously after playing seven, I played 14 for a bit. And then I started, I, I swallowed the the bullet there, and I started Last of Us Part 2. Mm. I'm on day three of Seattle for Ellie's story. It's all right, I guess. I mean, after the shock and awe of the first thing, it's kind of been, I've been kind of drudging playing this game. But then mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, I might as well just finish it because otherwise I kind of don't want to let one thing to stop me playing this game. Yeah. I I, I am invested enough to be like, I, I, I kind of just want to finish this. But I get that. there is one thing that scared me when I was playing this game. So because of what I've been doing as of late, I've been playing this thing, this game at the dead of night at like, 11 a.m. 12 a.m. or so there is a part the dead of night at 11 a.m. or 12 (laughs) a.m. which one those are different times of day (laughs) one of those is in the morning one of those is at night (laughs) 11 p.m. or 12 (laughs) a.m. okay this is this is how far i've been just this this one incident shook me (laughs) so 
this this one part of the game is you're facing a new type of creature and it's called the stalker. So basically, mm. you know how you use your senses to hear if they're yeah. coming or something. They kind of ignore that until it's too late. So they're like really secretive and they jump scare you pretty much. Nice. The first time that happened, it jump scared me and I was like, okay, I'm going to stop. I paused the game and I was just like, okay. Uh, that frightened me and I don't because I don't like spooky games because I'm a, I'm a little baby wimp. So when that happened, when I paused the game, I heard a knock at the door. <laughs> and as soon as I saw that, I turned the light on. No one was there. And I was like, yep, I'm done for today. <laughs> turned the game off and I, walked, I went to sleep after that. And just to find out that it was the straight cats that live next door. <laughs> That hit my yeah, door. It probably they probably were uh, trying to ch- chase something, because <laughs> I saw the cats later on, and I was just like, "God damn it!" <laughs> but yeah, after that that lovely incident, I've been on guard ever since playing that game. It's all right. It's, the, the new characters that they introduce, they're not gripping me like how Joel and Ellie were originally. It really is just like sidekicks, and I don't I don't really care about them all too much, but. It feels like with this game, just from everything I heard, they're really trying to catch lightning in the bottle the second time. They really are. They really are. And I can kind of see that. There's certain moments where I can be like, okay, I'm kind of invested in the story. But then just one thing would like be a little bit too far or just underwhelms the moment of the narrative that they're trying to do with that one story beat. And I'm kind of just like, hmm. I mean, right right now, it's like a solid 7. The gameplay is good as it's ever been as of right now for combat and stuff like that. It's really, really good, and I really like it for that. But just the story, mm. because they're so going balls to the wall with this story-driven narrative, it's kind of killing it at certain points. And I kind of don't like that. I, it's souring mm. my experience, to be honest, at certain points. So, well, we'll see at the end. I'll probably be able to finish it the, the next episode at the rate I'm kind of going. So, I still have no interest in playing that game. Like, I usually, like, I, I played through The Last of Us 1 just because hmm. I'm like, well, I guess I should just play through this so I can be like, I played it. Here's my opinion of it. I still think it's a garbage, terrible, generic, derivative game. Hmm. It's just every horror movie I've ever seen in my life, but put together in, oh, with a generic plot and boring characters. Hmm. But like I'm like I I still didn't like, but still at the end I'm like for what it was at least you know I didn't think it needed a sequel like not even like oh, I didn't like this just like yeah. I felt like we wrapped up fine yeah it didn't need a sequel I'm like you know as its own thing I don't like it I think it's bad but like it's it's fine it's mm. fine mm. it's a nice succinct succinct story that's here's this one thing and they're just like what and they even said themselves like what it doesn't need one they're like well, now they're like what what if there is a sequel it's like but does it need it. No, honestly. I don't ever need to see these people again. As of right now, I don't need to see a sequel. I, I, I'm I, enjoying my time with the game, like I said, but I wish that it was just other people and not mm-hmm. Joel and Ellie. I wish, like, we've we beat this horse a couple times on this podcast where I just want to see two other people trying to exist in this world. Mm-hmm. Because that was another thing they said, too. If they ever went back to the series, they'd like to follow new characters. Well... They kind of do and they kind of don't, from what I've heard from this one. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're still playing as one of them. The other one has a major part in the game. And you do play as, as Abby, who is new and, like, her side of it. But, like, it's still just continuing the story of Joel and Ellie. Mm. It's just, it wouldn't, it can't exist on its own without that first game. Yeah. 
and it just I don't know I just usually I'd want to play something by now but yeah just some of this generation I just don't want to play like any of these sequels or stuff like that because it just feels like everything's either rehashed remake or like just didn't need to happen mm. and that's what like this felt like it's just like it didn't need to exist and like i don't like naughty dog is famous for just making the same game again all the uncharted games are the same game yeah. like the plot can be boiled down to like you know charismatic white guy goes out to find a treasure tries to steal it from the native people finds out there's some supernatural thing except there's not and then like a woman's there yeah that's what every single one of those is Every single Uncharted follows that pattern. All five of them. Yeah. Because there is a fifth one. On. The, the Vita one still counts. It still counts. As awful as it was, it's well, still there. It technically six. Well, Lost Legacy is just the two ladies. So I oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. Yeah. But yeah, that one's, that one's I think, different enough because it's not about Nathan. Like, it's the same thing, but it's not about Nathan Drake. Yeah, it's it's more like a point five. It's a 4.5 kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, That's exactly the score I'd give like each of the games in the series too. <laughs> well, you know it it makes me makes me think about just like all the new IPs that came out of this generation, and how it tried to be kind of different. Like the one thing that I really did like from if we're gonna go back on this generation, mm-hmm. that I wish that I I caught upon the first time I was around was Days Gone. I really mm-hmm. really enjoyed my time with Days Gone. Even though I give a crap a lot of times for being what it's trying to be, an open world zombie game, but I really like, like the story. It's very derivative. Yeah, yeah. But like, from what you've explained and what I've heard about it, it's kind of like what this generation's been missing. It's just those like, you know, single A or like B tier, just like solid experiences that like they do nothing new, absolutely nothing different, but they just fill that out and it's not trying to be anything but what it is. Yeah. Like, it's not trying to push the graphical edge or the storytelling edge or, like, even the visual edge. It's just, I think I said that the same thing twice. But it's not trying to push any boundaries. It's just trying to be another game. Yeah. Whereas, like, everything else Sony has seemingly made is, like, trying to be, like, that next thing that's really trying to push stuff. But, like, they all end up just being, like, very, like, generic, derivative movie-looking games. Hmm. Like, I think Ghost of Tsushima might be another Days Gone type of situation yeah, where, like, was, it's just a I, game. It's a game. I was going to say, like, if not Days Gone, then definitely Ghost of Tsushima would be another game that would be like, yeah, this was a game that I really did like. It isn't trying to change nothing new. It's exactly what I wanted Assassins to be as of late, mm-hmm. to be perfectly honest. But it's just like we're completely missing this type of thing from this generation. Like, there's not, like, everything is trying to be the next big thing. Yeah. Whereas, like, nothing is just trying to be good. Yeah. Like, you can you can want to make a good game, and it can, you know, it can end up not being so good. It can be amazing. But, like, everything's trying to, like, push the boundaries, but nothing really has. Mm. The only thing, like, when they push the boundaries is, like, they take away more of the gaming aspect of it. Like, I was watching the trailer. I know we'll get into this later. And I'm, I'm just assuming this applies to the first one as well. I was watching the, Sp- the Spider-Man Miles Morales trailer. Mm-hmm. That looks like a movie. Mm-hmm. All the fights look like movies. Because, mm-hmm. like... When you do a kick, it flings them up in the air, it slows down, like you hit another button, there's QTEs. I'm like, this doesn't... It looks like the gaming aspect of the game is gone. Mm. Like, it looks like it's just trying to remove as much interactivity as you can have to make it look flashy. Mm. Which is just... As someone who plays games that are, like, not known for their stories, 
Like I play a lot of like I play a lot of garbage games. I play a lot of like crappy retro games. Mm. But like they're all mostly gameplay oriented. When the story comes up, it's usually hilarious or bad. Mm. And we can have fun making fun of it. But the the core of the game is gameplay. Mm. It's like the opposite now, where it's like gameplay it, is your reward for sitting through cutscenes, where it yeah. should be cutscenes are the reward for playing through gameplay. Yeah, the one thing with this and I, I guess we'll kind of spill into this now. For for Spider-Man Miles Morales, they did the exact same thing for Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. The the first gameplay, the E3 gameplay trailer for Spider-Man. Like where it felt more like a movie. You're doing a lot of QTEs. Obviously, it was only one part of the game. So I like as of right now, I'm I'm, I'm anticipating cuz I enjoyed my time with Spider-Man too. Yeah. And there are major set pieces that is exactly that, that is more movie narrative things compared to it being mm-hmm. a gameplay kind of thing. So I, I can see that, but it's it's just one like one pie, but the one pie doesn't doesn't look appealing to you, so to speak. Yeah. yeah. Like I didn't play the first Spider Man game, so like maybe that was like that's just how the set pieces ones are. Maybe the rest of the game's fine, but it just for me it looked like the combat was always just that like flashy flashy it just looks thing. Like yeah, a yeah, movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And maybe that's what people want. I personally I won't I mean I go on, on this all the time. I go and the record saying I'm not a big movie person. Mm. I I crave interactive media. Mm. I like get it games with more gameplay oriented. That's why I watch like live streams as opposed to YouTube videos because I want that interactivity. Mm. Even though like in that that's me chatting and talking to someone, as opposed to making just videos, which is kind of funny because I make video essays, which are the least interactive thing you can make. But like for me as a consumer of media, I want interactivity, and I just keep seeing that being slowly stripped away from games and just becoming more and more cinematic or like yeah. flashy and just there's like nothing there it just if you what was it um like i'm gonna go back because this is an easy game to make fun of resident evil 3 remake um i was watching another person play that the other day mm. did you know from start to, like from the beginning of the um the game until you finish the prologue is 24 cutscenes that is 24 distinct cutscenes. there are certain points where you're running away from nemesis in a hallway hmm. you don't control Cl- or jill until she gets to the end of the hallway and you walk out no i don't think you do it automatically runs it just gives you the illusion of gameplay it does it in engine but you actually aren't doing anything it took the control away from the player to make it seem like it was you can skip almost all those segments it's just it's just watching gameplay happen instead of actually playing it yeah yeah but i feel like with RE3 remake it felt like that too. And this com- mm. this is coming from a guy that never did play Nemesis the original and mm. I feel like something was taken out of it like major parts of it and we we went over this when we did our review of it or talk mm. about it and it it just feels weird and I and I I don't understand what's the deal with what Sony's Sony and Microsoft for that matter what they're trying to do. They well obviously they're trying to capture that last of us bottle lightning in the bottle kind of thing and they've been mm. just kind of running that and microsoft's been kind of doing the same thing too albeit a little bit unsuccessfully with everything going on they're still like i feel like microsoft's still a lot more gameplay oriented um because like i played gears of war 5 i haven't finished it because i mean mm. at the end of the day it's still gears of war like if mm. i don't have a co-op partner to play it i'm not going to finish it but mm. what i played a bit it was far more 
gameplay oriented. It was a lot more like mm. I know it might maybe a lot of it's scripted. Like a lot of Uncharted scenes are scripted. Mm. Um, you might think that you're actually doing something different, but like it's pretty much scripted. Like you see a big open arena, you know there's going to be a fight. It's going to play out the same way. You can't really run through it, type of thing. Mm. But like Gears of War still felt more like they worked on the gameplay mechanics of it. I'm honestly trying to think of other things that, that Microsoft made. They made a lot of gamey video games, mm. whereas like Sony started making a lot of movie, movie video, video games. games now. Yeah, and, and, yeah, and the yeah. like the biggest outlier for that is honestly Order 18, 1864 or whatever. 1886? 1886. That's the biggest outlier, mm. honestly, from that example. From what you're talking that one was supposed to be that was supposed to be more movie oriented but ended up being like no it's supposed to be more gameplay oriented and then did they make it just into a movie mm-hmm. kind of like very that game short, is like a very short that game is that. not what they showed off initially that was not what they showed people mm. i don't know and like i'm just getting worried because that whole holdover from like this generation's going to the next one like i'm gonna be honest not very much of what i saw at the playstation reveal yesterday was it yesterday yeah yep not much of what i saw yesterday really spoke to me like if it was not already a remake of something or a rehash of something it did not speak to me and then like based on the stuff coming out for microsoft a lot of that like there's not really much coming out for them so like if it's the same stuff i'm like a lot of it just feels like it doesn't feel like games anymore i'm look like i'm looking at really expensive movies with like interactivity Hmm. well Let's let's put a pin on this and let's talk about what you've been playing first, and then we can revisit it till when we get into yeah. the whole PlayStation Five event. I mean, I really haven't been playing a whole heck of a lot. I mean, on stream, I've been playing like I had Dreamcast week last week um, for the Dreamcast birthday. It just turned twenty one years old, and uh, it only actually lived for like two and a half to three years. <laughs> so that <laughs> so we played um, Blue Stinger, which I end up having to drop. After a while, because that game is infuriating. I kept getting stunlocked by a boss, and it was just I wasn't having fun anymore. What did all did I play? We played Blue Stinger. Um, I played some Ill Bleed, which I just bought a copy of that, so I have my own copy for real now. Um, both those are made by the same company. I actually just made a YouTube video about the two of those and like kind of like the unique horror experiences on um, the Dreamcast. So check that out. That's on my YouTube channel. Um, I also played a little bit of Space Channel 5 Part 2 and Crazy Taxi on the actual day, which was Wednesday, the actual birthday I did that. And then I played the Ring Terrors Realm, which, um, yeah, uh, that game's cursed. That game is cursed. Yeah, it doesn't like Every you, huh? I, <laughs> I like the game, which is really fun. That's another one of those, like, I like you, why do you hate me? It's like Sonic Shuffle all over again. Like, I like the Grand Terrors Realm. Is it a good game? No, it's hilarious. It's a hilarious, like, Resident Evil clone of, like, something that happens in the Ring. It's a it's a canon entry in the Ring series. And then, every time I stream it, my internet dies. Every single time, I have massive internet outages or something. So, I had to drop it, because I just realized it was cursed. And then I ended up picking up um, the original release of Resident Evil Code Veronica, which I never finished. Significantly faster, because some, uh... Some cutscenes are out, but it's still a long game. It is a long game. Oh my god, that's such a long game. Like, I can pretty much fly through most Resident Evils that are older in like, you know, three hours, maybe four. This one I cannot get under eight to nine hours. It's just so fucking long. Uh, what else did I play outside of that? Yeah, I finished Fan- I finished Code Veronica this week. I played Phantasmagoria 2, which is a treat. And I started Parasite Eve, which I also have never been able to finish. Have I played anything off stream, though? Oh, I've been trying to play Tony Hawk's Underground 2 Remix on my PSP. That's a game. That is a video game. 
That <laughs> is a video game. I don't know what else to say about that one. What else did I play? I've been trying to play a lot of Fantasy Star Online on my GameCube. Haven't had a lot of time for it lately. But I've been playing a lot of old stuff because I just don't... Pl- I, I don't remember the last time I played a new game. Final Fantasy VII Remake? Oh, I did play that this year. Someone asked me what new games did I get. I'm like, I don't know. I got... Animal Crossing, and I just sat there and blanked. I forgot I had Seven Remake. I got Xenoblade Definitive Edition. Yeah, I was gonna say you—that's probably the only newer games that you bought. Yeah, and like there just hasn't been a lot coming out, and so like I know I spent I spent like eighty bucks on Illblade. I know that's more than a new game, but like new games cost a baseline of sixty dollars. If I find like Illblade's rare, Mm. and I bought bought it for eighty. Oh, like. Like, it's a rare game. This is, like, this is the cheapest I've ever seen it, and it's, like, a nearly mint copy of it in Japanese. I had to download and burn an import just to get it to work. But, like, that's rare. Speaking of I don't r- want to... rare games, um, mm-hmm. I guess I, I should tell you, I, I I bought this off a friend of mine. What is it? Yesterday, and it's all of his PS1 games, and I'll let you take a Ooh. look. What'd you get? What'd you get? Final Fantasy 7, 8, 9 in cases. Oh, dude, you got a good set here. Eternal Punishment, Chrono Cross, Metal Gear Solid, Parasite Eve, and Parasite Eve 2, all in the cases. That's fantastic. How much do you pay for this? $150. That's really not that bad. For 8, 8 in black label, 9 in black label, Persona 2 Eternal Punishment in black label, Persona 2 Eternal Punishment, I've been seeing go up to $200. <laughs> Yeah, I was, about, I was actually about to look for Persona 2 and see how much it was worth. Um, let's see. RPG no disc, Japanese copies, let's get past those. Persona 2, okay, yeah. Min- the cheapest one I see right now is starting bid is $249. Holy shit. I have that. You know how much I spent on it? How much? I spent 35 on it. This was like, you know, over like a decade like ago. Yeah. But like someone, they marked it down to 35 because the... The jewel case was scratched. Not the discs, <laughs> not the manual. The jewel case was scratched. They're like, is that okay? I'm like, I'll live with it. <laughs> I'll live with it. Dude, you got a good deal there. Yeah. If only you had Revelations Persona in there as well, that's yeah, also no, real. Yeah, if I had Persona 1, then I'm just like, ooh, I, I have everything then. Because I, I have all versions of Persona at, at that I point. Have, <laughs> I have Persona 1, 2, like 1 in both versions of 2 in Japanese on PS1. Hmm. Unfortunately, Japanese games are not really that rare, mm. but I, I that's like all I have of it. But then I have Persona 2 in, in English on PS1. That's a good haul. That is a good haul. Yeah, so this if, also talks up ever... for, for my, my Metal Gear Solid collection because I don't have a green mm. label, so now I have a green label. All with Do books. Do you have Integral in Japanese? Yes, I have Metal Gear in Japanese also. Okay, so if you didn't have Integral, let me know, and I honestly would be willing to part with my copy. So... I actually ran off with this because my friend was like, I don't know what to do with these games no more. He's not really a gamer no more. So I was just like, mm. oh, let me see your collection. He sent me this. I was like, I'll buy it off you right now. I will I will, <laughs> I will give them. you money and I will buy it all of it off of you right now. Like Chrono Cross isn't a hard game to come by. And honestly, the Final Fantasies aren't as rare as people think they are. Mm. But definitely Persona alone makes how much you paid worth that. Mm-hmm. And then Parasite Eve, I think, is a little bit harder to come by. I don't yeah, think if it, I don't think it's like I, deathly rare, but it's uncommon now. Yeah, Chrono Cross, I absolutely love. If you ever get a chance to play that one, I absolutely love Chrono, Chrono Cross. It you can tell that they rushed 
the game towards the end and they put too much time into adding a lot of characters that really aren't necessary but like i like the game for what it was Mm-mm. so so i did some little game game buying as well yeah dude honestly don't be friends with me because uh i will get you into game collecting more than you already are yeah. like i'm i'm really big into game collecting like partially it's more lately like it's been kind of an archiving thing too like another reason i got Aleblade is dreamcast games are starting to disappear I want this game. It's it's expensive, but if I want it, this is going to be like the last shot. I'm going to get at it affordably, mm. and I'm trying to like find a lot of Dreamcast games now. That's also why I really want Space Channel Five Part Two. Mm. Archiving perspective, it's really hard to come by them now, mm. um, and that's what I'm really worried about with these new systems coming out because some of them are disc they're disc tray free, or they have no disc drive at all, and digital only games have not never proven to be archivable, which is weird. It's really weird that digital-only games are not archivable. If they're not on PC, you're not going to find an archive of them. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to get a copy of PT now. You would have to have a system that already has it on it, because I don't remember if you can re-download it or not. No, you cannot. Once you delete it at this point, it's gone. Mm. And on top of that, like you, you can't re-download it. You'd have to buy the person's system to get it. And um, if you want to put it on your system you would have to hack your PS4, which, you know, with a new generation, people wouldn't be worried about that, but that's not something everyone can do. Mm-hmm. Hacking systems is not always as easy as, like, the PSP, which is literally a drop and drop, like, you know, drop a file and run it, exploit works. Not every system is able to do that, like, especially the newer ones with higher copyright protection. The PS3 just got um, a software update within the past month or two. Yeah, I saw that. To block out some, um, To block out some hacks. Like, it's getting updates still to keep people from hacking the systems and stuff like that which is inherently anti-consumer but like then you can't just you know put on you know load up with games you want or you know save the games that you can't that you want to preserve so like i'm nintendo's done this before too remember they shut down the wii shop all those games that were available are gone yep so it's like, well, you can re-download them still, right? No. If no. you didn't re-download them by the cutoff date, you don't get them anymore. You have just lost your purchase. You don't own them anymore. You never do own your digital games. They did it if fairly you... recently. Nintendo just did this with Pikmin 3 for the Wii U. Oh, they did delist it? They delisted the digital copy for Pikmin 3 because of as soon as the the Switch port was announced, mm-hmm. they delisted it off of the Wii U game shop because they it's cheaper. They did that cheaper. with... Um... They did that with um, Tropical Freeze, then they waited a little while and they re-released it. They, yeah. like, re-enabled it. Yeah. So once um, the Switch version comes out, like, a month or two later, they'll probably put it back on the Wii U, maybe. Hmm. But, like, I mean, Nintendo has already proven that they're not going to, like, you're not going to be able to get your stuff forever, and I, I, I don't trust any of the other companies either. No. Yeah. Like, no. I don't know why anyone would advocate and want to get a disc-only system, even if you're, like, you're like, oh, I only buy digital. What if you can't sell your stuff? If you live in the United States, you don't own your games. You own the rights to the games until it's revoked. Yep. Once they stop selling things, you have lost like you have lost the rights to your stuff. As soon case, as um, Sony case, closes the PS, sorry, go ahead. Case in point, it is Marvel versus Capcom Origins. That mm-hmm. as soon as the smuck up with Fox was happening with Marvel all those years ago, they got rid of the game. You can't find it anymore. It mm-hmm. was you can't. It was only digital, so you can't rebuy it anymore. And they delisted a bunch of di- digital games too. So, I mean, Scott Pilgrim vs. World is coming back now after being gone for ten years. Mm. 
Like it's it's been delisted for nearly a decade. Maybe it's like closer to eight, but like still, they delisted it because of rights, like because of, um like you know um digital rights management, not, not necessarily DRM, but um because the um the deal expired. And yeah. why would they spend money on you know this little beat 'em up for that was a tie-in with a movie that's not relevant anymore? Why yeah. would they bother with it? Yeah. And after a decade, it's coming back. It's it's very weird that you say that too because I I don't know if it helped to bring awareness to it but i think that reunion script script read that they had a couple months back helped Mm -hmm. bring awareness to it again to be like oh hey this was a thing you guys should do it kind of thing i don't know if it was helping it or or they already had the plans for it by the time that you're talking about the scott pilgrim thing right yes it seems like it magically got announced you know after like a while but like people have been harassing like the writer of Scott Pilgrim about the game. And he's just like, I think he eventually tweeted at Ubisoft. He's like, is there something we can do about this? Mm. So that might've been a planned thing. Like maybe they've known for a while that they're going to bring it back. Mm. Cause like it's coming out in like a couple months and like, I mean, it's just a remaster. So I can't imagine it takes that long to remaster a game that's already in HD. Mm. So maybe it was planned. Maybe it like, you know, they're just like sending, like, you know, like send it to blue point, something like that. Like where it's going to be upscale, ready to go in like a couple months. But like it's, uh, it seemed really quick after they announced it. But yeah, things like that they just disappear, and I just I can't imagine going any more forward that we're gonna have better ways to archive the games we have. I mean, if Steam goes down, we can keep our Steam games. But if they delist the game from Steam, I don't know if you can redownload it. Like you can't, I hmm. think, redownload Devotion if you bought it. I don't remember on that one. But you have to now buy a physical copy from the company in Taiwan, which you have to live in Taiwan to get that. Mm. I don't know. We can t- start talking about the new generation of consoles at this point because I'm already bleeding into complaining about them. Yeah, yeah. Let's. So the reason why this episode is well for us, we recorded it fairly later than we usually have, and one of the reasons was they dropped a bunch of news things for the next gen. And mm. yeah, we also got lucky that Nintendo uh, randomly <laughs> announced a direct the day of the sony one which we didn't plan for so now we had something to talk about all three kind of yeah kind of good thing we waited yeah (laughs) so i guess this will be a a short one for for this one so let's talk about the xbox first so what do you want to talk about it (laughs) what about it honestly i was just like okay i knew that they were doing two ports two different systems because they had to be Mm. competitive to sony somehow then they had that little leak of the xbox series s which is a discless smaller version of the series x and the pricing for that and for a while i was gonna go for it i was really thinking about it because i was like as much it's smaller i can fit it on my table or whatever i'm gonna do for streaming or on my my little media player and it's not going to be so intrusive compared to Series X, which is just a big old hunk of tower. So I was mm. debating about it. That thing is bigger than I realized. Yeah. The, the Series X is much bigger than I realized. I thought that was small. Yeah, no. I thought it was going to be like maybe a half tower size, if that. Mm. No, it's like a full tower. <laughs> so. Which makes sense the way they like it's built now because i thought it was gonna be a lot smaller i thought it was gonna be like the size of like not like a two liter bottle of soda but like you know that like three or four liter bottle like that big chunky boy i mm-hmm. thought it was gonna be like kind of that big and i think it's bigger than that mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's um 
something interesting. But after deciding, I'm like, okay, I'm going to get the Series S because it'll come with the Game Pass, and I'm not too... I don't buy a lot of Xbox games, so not mm-hmm. having a physical copy isn't going to... It ain't going to be the last of me, so to speak. <laughs> it ain't going to kill me. And then I found out that it's it's so much weaker compared to yeah. the Series X that I'm just like thinking about, like, well, do I just wait? And it's like I could see that apparently it plays the Series X games, but like mm. at lower visual quality or whatever. Yeah. And they said it's comparable to the Xbox One S. And I'm wondering now if they meant that in terms of power or if they meant like the Series X to the Series S would be the same as the One X to the One S. Yeah. I'm wondering if that's actually what they meant because the wording's really weird. Like, why would you make it as strong as the weakest console you already sell? Yeah. Even though it's stronger than the Xbox One X. So I think it's just, I think they meant it like that, but like the wording's been really bad. Because that's the, I, I can't imagine, why would you be like, well, here's a new console. It says, weak is the console you have, but it plays the new games. Yeah. So I think it was just, I think it's either poor wording or maybe they're just making really bad decisions. But it's also $200 cheaper than Series X, so. Yeah, it's it's hella cheap. It's only 300 Mm-hmm. 300 Which puts it competitive with the Switch. Yeah, so. Like for, I know, like, Nintendo's in its own thing, but, like, I mean, people can get the Switch, which there's two versions of the Switch. The Switch is more appealing to a lot of people than the Xbox is. Like, I know Game Pass is there, but, like having portable or tv functions for a system is more inter- is more enticing than here's a weak version of a better console yeah i could only see this version being good for people who ha- only want to buy well, only want game pass where they have no interest in buying games they're going to get game pass they're going to play like all the games that come to it with their friends they're not going to buy anything else or yeah. you know they might buy like their one sports game for the year or like their one call of duty for the year and that's all they buy this is very interesting though that you, you say that that one sports game is because game pass is now including ea access mm. you're gonna get that free sports game yeah so like if you're just like there's i mean if you want to only do digital only because you don't want to buy any games you just want to pay for a subscription like you want to have your box and your netflix type of thing like i know i went on a whole tangent about how about archiving and shit like that but I think from a perspective of someone that just wants to play games on the cheap throughout a, throughout a generation, this isn't a bad choice. Mm. But at the same time, I feel like if you're going to upgrade to a new generation, just get the better version. But it's also a $200, $200 difference in a year where a lot of people have lost their jobs. Yeah. Like, Ken's still out of work. I don't have, like, a, my main job is content creation. Like, that's all I do. I... If I would have found another job while being here, which I had planned to find a job and made streaming supplemental to that, I would probably be out of work right now and be in the same position. Yeah. So like, it's really weird to drop these systems for sure. Like just in general, dropping three hundred dollar minimum to five hundred dollar maximum for all for like you know for all the new consoles coming out where people and people don't have jobs or like steady income at the moment and unemployment's really high right now in the United States. Yeah. And then if you look at the pricing for stuff around the world with this, Sony for sure has completely fucked up on that. Mm. Well, with that, let's go into Sony stuff. So this was the I, think, the... I do think I do have one thing about the Xbox that would make it enticing, but it will eventually just go to everything else. They're getting Yakuza 7 first, but then I can just wait for it to come to everything else. Yeah. 
I I really want to play Yakuza Seven. I really want that. Yeah. So Yakuza Seven is it's very interesting that you say that because I don't know how to feel about it right now because the first introduction to it is in English and I don't I they haven't is said it, is is it Troy Baker? I, I swear to God, if it is, <laughs> I think Troy Baker plays the main character. Yeah. So. I believe that in Sega to know what's right with this because they did it for Royal where they just gave you the Japanese version also. Mm -hmm. I really just want them to give me the Japanese language. I I, think that I think Japanese will still be on it because I think at this point they realize people like it still being in Japanese. I think they're just pushing here's an English um, voice cast first because one it's going on the Xbox. There's it's the Xbox crowd is different than the um, the Sony crowd. It will be more interesting for people to hear it in english because that might have been a reason to keep them away mm. i can't imagine them dropping the japanese voice cast when it's such a big part of it mm. and people have already had a negative reaction to the existing but it will bring in new people that want to play the game mm. like options are great yeah. options are great options are great. um i'm actually looking up to see who the main character is voiced by you can you if you want to go on with the next thing you can <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh, with that let's go on to to sony and playstation 5 and all that stuff so, overall, uh, how how did you feel about the the showcase? I'm gonna be honest. I was very meh on it. Mm-hmm. I um, like I watched it. It opened up with 16, mm-hmm. which was cool. But then as soon as I saw Final Fantasy, I honestly immediately zoned out because I'm just very like the the last few like from 13 forward. I really haven't been gripped. I've been yeah. very dis- so- I've been very disappointed by Final Fantasy. So like like here's yeah. another big flashy one. It's like. Is it going to be fucking good, though? Like, 13 was a letdown. 15 was awful. 7 remake for... I mean, we did a whole... If you want, there's a whole podcast about our opinions on that. I liked it, but, like, I don't ever want to play it again. Like... Yeah. So, I... I have faith in this one because of the development team that is Mm -hmm. doing this game. So, if you guys don't know, it's... The development team for Final Fantasy 14 is doing Final Fantasy 16. And the main director for Final Fantasy XIV, Yoshi P, the creator and god savior of Realm Reborn, is <laughs> producing sixteen. So I have faith that he's he always wanted to do a mainline Final Fantasy game. And with his team doing this game, that means Square has so much faith in them. However, I do kind of feel iffy about the battle mechanics. It does seem like out of the norm. But it's also interesting in that way because it really seems like a Devil May Cry or a 1v1 kind of battle system mm-hmm. from the glimpses of trailer that we've seen. But it's very interesting because the battle director from Devil May Cry 5 is the battle director for this game. Which, if you saw a couple of fight scenes in that game, you can understand why it feels like Devil May Cry. Yeah, like when they when they first showed it, because I was watching it with um my buddy Melanfi on his stream. When they first showed it, I I tuned out, but when going back to so I like I missed all the combat, and I just went back and watched it right before we got ready. And yeah, it definitely looks like Devil May Cry. I'm really hoping it's not one on one. I'm having a feeling that it's if it is one on one, that's really weird for Final Fantasy. I think mm. they probably will have um, I think they just didn't show any party members yet. Yeah, because. There's no way this game's coming out in the next two years. No, no. If this is out next year, I'm going to eat my hat. Like, it's... 
So there's no way they can have another one ready already. There's it's, one. It would be way too soon. One thing that they they posted on the trailer for this is they said that this game was running on a PC emulating the PS5 experience. So that means mm-hmm. th- there's no way in hell this game is ready. Yeah. There's no like way they, in hell for at least another I can two see years. It coming out, earliest I can see it coming out is late next year, like in December or like the following March. Yeah. So like it's just, It would be way too soon because what, 15 was what, three, two, three years ago? Yeah, give or take. Seven was this year. Like, if they would make it next year, that would be too many Final Fantasies near each other. Yeah, and then the year before that, two years ago, was Storm uh, Shadowbringer. So yeah, no, mm-hmm. that there's they they're going to be cramming so much Final Fantasy stuff, which I, they might be doing for smaller projects, but not for a mainline game. I yeah, don't know. like there's always like a Final Fantasy spinoff or something. Like Crystal Chronicles came out. I'm not going to count that in because it's not. A main like it's its own thing it's its own thing and that was a remaster like they're always going to have these smaller games like kingdom hearts 3 came out but kingdom hearts 4 is not going to come out for a while but we are getting a kingdom hearts music game this year yeah which will continue the story but it's still not a numbered sequel type of thing yeah so i mean i mean it look we're looking at the trailer it looks interesting they're going back to the high fantasy um yeah. one of the people in my in my chat um she said it looks like it'd be taking place in East, which would makes sense based on kind of like some of the thematics and just like visual keys they were giving off. Yeah. And since it's made by the people who made 14, they also added Ivelisse into 14's world. So it wouldn't so be a stretch. Yeah. Yeah. So like maybe, maybe not, but there's a lot of stuff leading to be, it could either be in Ivelisse or just reminiscent of it. Mm. I'm just really hoping it's not single player, like just dude. Mm. And I really hope if they do have party, um, they, it's more varied than just like, here's a bunch of guys. I get really tired of the bro tri- the bro trip stuff. Mm-mm-mm. So, I mean, it looks interesting enough. I'm hoping it's better than 15 because 15 was just such a nightmare garbage game. I really have not really like cared much for this past generation of games. It was very underwhelming. Mm. I always feel like old men yells at cloud. Like I literally even yelling like yelling at him when I was playing seven. But like I've just been very underwhelmed by this generation. It was more flat, like more flashiness than actual substance. Yeah. It's more more, more sparkle than pow, so to speak. Because, like, 15 looked great, and, like, watching it in motion, like, everything looks beautiful, but, like, it plays, like, ass. Hmm. Like, it, it was not fun to play. It felt terrible. I could never, I could not figure out the battle system. That was the first RPG I've played where I'm like, I don't understand how to play this. I cannot you know, figure it out. This played so much better in the demo. I, I wouldn't blame you for that, because that was a big thing for 15 for me, too. I didn't even get past the the first story beat of 15 because I was just I like, I can't get into this battle system. I'm still in the opening area, like that opening bigger world area because I'm like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. I cannot figure out how to fight because I'm like, I need to learn how to do the combat before I progress. I'm still in there. I can like go off to chapter two or whatever yeah. and like start the like the straight line. I couldn't get to that because I'm like, I cannot get this down. I'm getting killed by Magicite, like uh, soldiers or Magitech soldiers in, like, the area, and I can't kill them. I, I'm just always in danger. I'm always having, like, there's stamina. It was, I don't understand. It was just too many cooks in that game. But we'll see. Like I said, I trust Yoshi P very much so, and I trust the 14 development crew to handle this game fairly well. Hopefully that doesn't mean that 14 is going to end, because with PSO2, New Horizons, 
happening mm-hmm. next year, it might take some some people away from from fourteen. I don't so. think PSO will um will um poach that many people over to their side because PSO is an action RPG. Mm. Where like it plays more like Monster Hunter. Mm. Whereas like Final Fantasy fourteen is definitely for people who want to like they want menus. They want yep. menus, they want to like like strats. PSO is a lot more like like hit it till it kills. Mm. Whereas like fourteen you're like we need to coordinate, like we need to have twenty people to do this. Everyone needs to be you know get on their shit, make sure they're healing stuff, make sure you're attacking. PSO is not like that. You can do it solo and you just run through it and you just like beat, beat something until it dies. Mm, okay. But I mean, new RPGs that are free to play will always pull people over. I just don't think they'll stay. They yeah. might play both, but like there's a reason people are still playing 14 despite the fact it costs $15 a month. Yeah. So a- after 16, 16 is also going to be a, a PlayStation exclusive which is i'm finding that really weird that they're going back to doing this like after yeah. like a generation or two of like up until like about a couple of years ago everything was pretty much always multi-platform now they're going back to console exclusives and i i don't like that so much if it's not made by the company that owns the hardware yeah but even like microsoft showing that they're gonna put their stuff like th- i don't think they'll ever put game pass or like gears on switch but they're like, well, here's Ori, here's Cuphead. Yeah, I could see them eventually putting like Banjo on there because yeah. they're just they're more interested in like um expanding their brand and making money than like you know keeping people locked to their thing. They're trying to make sure you can play their games on everything possible. Yeah. And Nintendo, I mean, Nintendo is going to Nintendo, and Sony wants everyone on their stuff. Yeah. Microsoft's so. the only one that's trying to like kind of uh expand because i kind of think they see the writing on the wall for game console generations where like it's better to grow your brand than it is to just try to keep people locked to your one thing yeah so it's what else it's interesting what else was after after final fantasy was spider-man and spider-man you said your piece with it for me um like i said i really did like spider-man the 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 ps4 one and it looks great. It has that flash. The battle music, if that's going to be the standard battle music, that fits Miles' character a lot. I'm, and, I am really it, happy they're doing Miles Morales and not Peter Parker again because yeah. Miles is... It's, I'm just going to be very honest. It's cool to not see the white guy character being the main character again. Yep. Good job. Yep. Good no, job. I'm very happy for Miles because... So, this is... I. I collect comics, and my whole thing was the Ultimate Universe, and Miles Morales, this Spider-Man, was born from the Ultimate Universe, and being a person that was a fan to see his origins, and him blowing up like this from Edge of Spider-Verse to this game now, I'm so happy for this character that he'll get this representation. I'd almost say that he's more popular than Peter Parker at this point. Yeah, yeah. Because like and, you like when they did Into the Spider Verse, like he was a main character, right? Yep. And I remembered all the hate reading about him during the time from the fans and all that stuff because they called him Minority Man because he was he was African American and Hispanic, mm-hmm. and they were flirting with the thing that he was gay too at that time. But at that time he was a kid, so yeah, he's going to explore his mm-hmm. his boundaries, so to speak. So yeah, a lot of people called him Minority Man because of that. But all the naysayers got shut up as soon as Spider-Verse 
it, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So. I'm just, I'm happy to see like even like big companies like this. Like this is this is backed by Sony. This is made by Insomniac. These are not small companies, and they're willing yeah. to put a. It's really weird to be like, good job doing bare minimum, but like they're putting <laughs> a person of color main character in, and everyone's just very happy about it, and it's really good yeah. to see. I haven't yeah. seen anyone complaining that Peter Parker's not the main character. Yeah. If they are, then you have really bad taste in characters. If Peter Parker is your favorite character, he has the speederman go web shooting away. But he got bit by spider, and he likes redheads. I'm like, I have that too. It doesn't make him special. (laughs) Literally, my day to day is being bitten by a spider and liking a redhead. That's not special. Moving on. (laughs) So yeah, this is gonna be holiday, but it it's it's game date. It's gonna be on release date. So. Hmm. It's on both. It's a cross generational release too, and you can see a lot of the reused stuff from yeah the first one. But I mean, they have so, to get something out. I like I what they kind of confirmed during this. So after this, they said that they announced it for both PS4 and PS5. If you buy the PS4 one, you'll get a free upgrade to PS5. Hmm. You if you get it digitally, you get a digital copy. Otherwise, you have to pop in your PS4 disc, and I think you get an upgraded like patch. Did, yeah, you'll get like an updated like digital copy. Like you won't course. get like a free digital copy. You'll still have to use your your disc as like an unlock code. Yeah, that's how it's always kind of been. Like if you put like backwards compatible Xbox One, you put your Xbox 360 or Xbox original con- game into the thing. That was your unlock code for the download. Yeah, so it's it's good that they're putting the money where their mouth is so to speak because they were like oh all these games from here on forward are going to be backward compatible and if you didn't mm. buy the ps5 at this point in time you'll get an upgrade so to speak for it so after spider-man hogwarts uh, not hogwarts harry potter hogwarts legacy got announced it's kind of bad because of everything going on with the author of this, this is lovely the series worst time to have announced that yeah, which and, is um, funny if, because this game was leaked about a year or two ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. There, if you're having any questions, like uh, J.K. Rowling is a terrible, awful, like bigoted transphobe of a person, and like just she has a lot of she's a lot of mm, problems with her. Look it up. I recommend not supporting this either way because it just supports her work. Yeah, you can look into that yourself. Educate yourself about things. Yes, don't listen. Yes, please. Just listen to me. <laughs> educate yourself about J.K. Rowling before you decide to buy this game. No yeah. matter what you do with uh with um Harry Potter, it's going to support her financially. Yeah, she is but, Harry Potter. Yeah. After but the game looks like it looks like Harry Potter Kotor maybe. Yeah, because it seemed like it was a online game, and you're just living. In... No, I don't think it's online. It just it looks like Kotor, not 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 the Old Republic Kotor. Knights yeah, of the Old Republic. Okay. Where like you can maybe choose your alignment and it's a big open worldish RPG. Mm. Kind of uh, looks like that. Well, we'll see. We'll see. But it does yeah, look no, interesting I, to me. But I also don't like Harry Potter, so I, I'm not. I mean, I was, but I'm not really a fan after everything that's been going to happen with the lovely author. <laughs> but yeah, so after Hogwarts Legacy, we have Black Ops. It is Black yeah. Ops. It's it's Call of Duty. It's Call of Duty, and then after Call of Duty, it is your main event here. It is Resident Evil well, Village. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. They also showed Deathloop. Are you interested in Deathloop at all, still? 
I don't know if I was a fan of it to be to be perfectly it's like, honest. I just in general like like it looks interesting. It has that grindhouse aesthetic, but like it looks it's arcane and they make weird games and I don't know if I like their stuff. Yeah, I So Mujihi really is kinda hype for this, but he really likes arcane, so mm. I really just want to get through all the, the stuff I don't care about so I can talk about RE eight. <laughs> Okay, um, Oddworld, Oddworld, it's Oddworld, Oddworld. I'm, not, I'm not really I, a fan. I want to say I think it's really cool that they're sticking to the 2D the two D design for it. Yeah. Where, like, they could ba- literally do, you a know, go back world. to Stranger's yeah. Wrath, do 3D yeah. and stuff, like, no, we're doing 2D, and the backgrounds are very detailed, it looks beautiful, and they're sticking to their guns and keeping the old gameplay style, I think that's great. Don't really care about it, though. Yeah. Yeah, Fortnite, which is Fortnite, and so we're not going to... I have funniest shit about that yeah so there's rumors every time like there's not even real rumors it's just this fan base is really insistent that something's going to happen so the silent hill community thinks that every time that there is a big announcement that they're going to announce a new silent hill they're Mm. convinced at this point Mm. i really think the people at epic know this and i really (laughs) and i think this is intentional before they announced fortnite for the ps5 it was a black screen in a siren played hmm and everyone's like, oh my god, because even in chat, I'm like, oh my god, are they really going to do it? Like, are we, have we actually been giving them shit for nothing the whole time? It flashed to Fortnite. I'm like, that had to be intentional. To start with a black screen and the, a, the, like a distinct siren noise, that had to be intentional. There's no way it couldn't have been. It was so funny. Oh my god, that was so funny. So after that, it was FNAF. FNAF, you know what? That looked kind of cool. Yeah, so... I am happy for this series and the creator, Scott Cawthon. You go. You do you. Because this looks familiar, this looked amazing from from what it was originally to what it is now. It looks really good. I ain't going to touch like- this with a 10-foot pole because it is what it is. But yeah, you go, Scott Cawthon. I'm willing to maybe play this one because it looks more like... Not open world, but it looks like more exploration based. You walking around, just they showed so much in the like like of the environment of a new environment that looks like you can explore that I can't imagine it being exactly like the old FNAF games. Yeah, it looks like maybe Alien Isolation with mm. in the FNAF world. Because mm. I think you trying to not get found, so to speak. I think Freddy Faz Fosbear, whatever his name is, I yeah. think he might have been the deep voice person talking in the Saying, beginning. Hey, don't get found or whatever. And I think that like you're trying to get through like one of their big amusement parks without being caught and killed by Foxy or something, whoever it is. Yeah. So it actually looked really cool when it it started out. And before I saw like the signage that, that that um made it look like it was obviously FNAF, I thought it was a Bioshock type thing. I thought it was like Cyberpunk Bioshock or like neo retro like seventies Bioshock. Mm. It had that look to it, and so- then eventually you you saw like you know freddy's pizza thing i'm like oh my god this is fnaf of yeah. all things this is fnaf it looked fantastic yeah so you know for for me i really like i i hate playing this game i hate looking up gameplay for this game but i really like the lore for this game the lore mm. that they, they they do for this game is really good and i can't wait because the the people that look up these lore heavy stuff for fnaf is going balls to the wall and picking apart frame by frame of all these new trying things. To, they're probably trying to figure out if this has been like hinted at or not. Yeah. But, like, but it is really cool. Like you said with the guy, um, he started out like making a game that was supposed to be an edutainment game that everyone's like, this looks like a horror game for kids. And he like, yeah. he took it hard, but then he like came back, made FNAF and look where he is now. He went from playing like 
making games for Markiplier to scream at to making a AAA game. Yeah. Even if he's only like, like you know, like creatively involved, but not like part. Of, like you know, it's not him making it. Yeah. What what a glow up for that guy. Yeah. What a glow up. So like Scott Scott Cawthon, yeah, go, you go, man. <laughs> like you're taking everything to mine, and yes, it's 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 amazing, and I'm kind of happy for them. So after this, I'll I'll just talk about this briefly because it's Devil May Cry Five Special Edition got announced. And the Meh. big thing here is you get to play as Virgil. Which happens in every special edition of Devil May Cry. Yes, because everyone wants to play as Virgil, a.k.a. the Quantum Ranger. It really is. It yeah. It's just Quantum Ranger. It's, it's just Quantum Ranger. It's just... <laughs> it's, it's really funny because he's... Like I said, in the Power Ranger game, the fighting game, the, the Battle for the Grid or whatever... Mm. It's quite funny that Quantum Ranger is just Virgil, because he plays Virgil. It's just really, really funny. Wait, wait, he's voiced by the Quantum Ranger? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize. I thought you were just being like, you know, he was just like the red, like, you know, Red Ranger, but... Oh, no, he's voiced by Eric. Oh, my God, that's great. Yeah. (laughs) So he's... It's it's really funny, because so the two big video game roles that the Quantum Ranger has done is Virgil and Kenshi from Mortal Kombat. So two samurai-looking guys. You know, this, this gets even funnier, too, because um, Nero is voiced by Johnny Young Bosch, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's... <laughs> who do you, he, did he play... No, he wasn't Rocky. He was um, Adam. Adam. Is he the second Black Ranger? Yeah. Yeah, so there's two Power Rangers in this, at least. At least yep. two. Yeah, so it's just it was just funny that... This this ended up happening. So like when Virgil was announced in the game originally, I was like, yeah, Virgil's gonna be in this in 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 five somehow, some way. And then I was just like laughing internally because it's just the Black Ranger and the Quantum Ranger just fighting each other. <laughs> Who knew it would eventually come to this? <laughs> but, but seeing this being announced, I'm just like the the generation. This generation's already started off with like ports yeah. and like remakes. So I'm just yeah. like meh. Like, yeah, like, for, like for me, I I knew this was going to be announced already. They probably just had it in the pan, and they were just waiting for the new generation to mm-hmm. come to release it. Because it's been, like, what, a year or two since the I original? bought it when I was in Japan, so I think it's been about two years. Yeah, about two years, give or take. Yeah, so when regular DMC5 came out, about two years now. And they usually take about a year or two to announce special edition. Mm-hmm. Like What's Devil really May Cry good. Three had one, Devil May Cry Four had one. Yeah, Devil but May Four Four took a while to to get yeah, it. Yeah, I mean that that was like like a decade later almost. Yeah. So the only one that didn't get a no, even um Devil May Cry like DMC, DMC. Devil May Cry got a special yeah. edition. Yep. So but, I mean this... it's it is what it is. I'm. It just feels like padding, but whatever. Yeah, like for for me, I'm like I'm I'm excited because I I like I like Virgil. I I will support Quantum Ranger. <laughs> so there's there's that. So there's one more before we get to. I think there's oh there's two more. There's um, two they, more. They announced that they're making a new God of War. No other information. It's just no right other now. information. It is literally the Metroid Prime Four thing of logo. We are working on it, and it's going to be involved with Ragnarok somehow. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know what they're going to do. And they said it's released 2021, which is kind of fast 
in my opinion. If 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 this is a full blown sequel, this is going to get delayed. Yeah, if it's going to be twenty twenty one, it's going to be like November December. Yeah. Um. When did the other one come out? It came out two years ago. Two years ago, give or take. Because I bought it, I think two years ago for twenty bucks. So maybe even like, yeah, I think it was maybe it was while I was in Japan. It came out. So maybe it will actually come out. It'll probably be delayed because everything right now is still on those like tentative dates that were already existing before COVID hit. So yeah, so it came out in 2018. So three years. I mean, unless they were literally getting the bones and the same system, the same mm-hmm. engine from the original one, and just uprising everything from PS5. Or what a lot of people think this is is because they just said it was Ragnarok. They didn't say God mm-hmm. of War two. But so, they're not going to call it. I don't think yeah. they call it God of War two, though. Yeah, that another thing there too. They might have it as a lost legacy thing, where it's a point five, mm-hmm. and then leading up to the full blown sequel later on, kind of thing. But yeah, it, we don't know. It's just a literally. It's a logo. There's, there's it's nothing just else a logo. to know about it. Yeah. So um, it, the, it's just speculation at this point. See, they showed Demon Soul stuff. That was another thing. Blue Point Studios does fantastic work. They almost got me interested in that game. They yep. almost got me because they added so much more atmosphere and like it looks visually pleasing. Like looking at Dark Souls Remastered versus Dark Souls, it looks better, but like it's not much. Looking at Demon Souls to this Demon Souls remake, holy shit! Yeah, like this is what Dark Demon Souls Remastered should have looked like. They so- like nailed it. If they would do this with Bloodborne. You could probably get me to buy it because I love the art style of Bloodborne, and if they could make it more moody and actually like not so blurry, would mm. love that. Mm. So it's interesting that you say that. You were talking about it earlier, saying that you don't if it's the same giant gameplay. I'm not too sure because what they did with Shadow of Colossus is technically it's the same game, just with their coat of paint painted mm. right over it. So I don't know right. if it's the exact same thing like what they're doing with Demon Souls here. I think it will be that. The combat looks smoother, but they were also showing, like, very, very small amounts of gameplay. Like, you saw, like, killing a couple commons and then being killed by a boss. Yeah. So I it's... think they might be putting a bit more, like, c- cinematic feel. or what, Like, they're making it look a lot, like, um, it's a lot more gussied up. But, like, it's not, I think it's going to be the same gameplay. It's just they picked a choice mm. area where it's not, like very hectic or anything yet once i see like traversal through that world more i can yeah. get a better idea yeah well that 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 beginning part is the tutorial that that whole mm. slice that they showed was the tutorial so it's just like very interesting that they showed that and there there was one thing before we get into your main event here there was one mm. thing that they announced which is the playstation plus collection so this is kind of interesting pass. it's game, game pass. pass it's it's game pass and one of the reasons why I think they did this was because of the announcement of the digital edition or the digital mm-hmm. console. Because if you are a PS4 owner, you have no way to play your games in PS5. Mm-hmm. Now you're given this whole digital collection. It's 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 the greatest hits of first party and third party being able to play on PS5. Is got- PS5's price going up? Yeah. Or is our PS Plus's price going up? Probably. It's probably going to be another $10 again. I could see it do that, or since they're not going to probably be offering free games like they do on PS4 right now, because there's not a lot to give out. I mean, launch titles is like five or six games. 
Mm. This will probably replace that. I don't think we're going to be getting free games like we used to anymore. It's going to be a subscription service where they rotate out. Yeah. It's literally just Game Pass. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. They they just said that, hey, these are the games. You're going to get regular God of War, Last of Us Remaster, Bloodborne was one of the games also, Battlefield 1. No Battlefield Hotline, though. I'm kind of sad about that. I don't think they're ever bringing that back. <laughs> Yeah, I, I also like the fact that it's Battlefield 1 and not Battlefield 5, even though Battlefield 5 was a newer one. But we ain't going to talk about that game because it sucked. <laughs> but last but not least, let's talk about your game of the show for this lovely thing, which was... Resident Evil 8, or Resident Evil Village. Um, It's looking a lot more like Resident Evil 4 in first person, which I don't think... I, I want to see if it's going to be as action-heavy as I... I'm hoping it's not like I know seven was, you know, eventually turns into an action game, but like it never hits the heights of four. Like it never gets as action as four or even like RE2 and three remake. So it looks like it's going to be maybe like, you know, two or three enemies at you at the t- at a time at the most enemies look a bit more werewolfy in design. Like they're not werewolves. Everyone's like, oh, my God, they're werewolves. I think they're just werewolf esque looking monsters. What out of all the things that they have done, the Resident Evil like a universe why is them doing something that's reminiscent of folklore, like, the weird thing? They've made monsters that were, like, they made, if you play Re- Revelations 1, there's one of the characters, before you get there, she gets attacked and infected, and somehow turns into a special, unique, infected variant. And her suit becomes weird skin, and she has, like, very big cleavage, and, like, it's really weird the things they did with that. But then looking at monsters that look like werewolves is weird. I don't get why the Resident the Resident Evil fan base needs to shut the fuck up. Holy shit, get over yourselves. Whenever they try something new, you guys get so pissy. You just want Leon and old zombies again. No, please don't. This game looks I honestly think it looks fantastic. It looks reminiscent of the feel four kind of went with, but different. I feel like they're going more anthological with the series. Seven went for the like kind of slasher flick, um, what'd you say? Hills have eyes. Is that what the one you said? I haven't seen a lot yeah. of movies. Yeah. And like Texas Chainsaw Massacre feel, and like you know in the deep south, this one looks like it's going for more like Bram Stoker's Dracula, um, maybe Interview with a Vampire, the the dark high society type of thing. So it looks like they're taking an anthological approach of like taking another for like another inspiration from different horror media. In making Resident Evil about that. And if they keep going like this. Where like they continue a story. There's still the overarching story. There's still references to the world. But like they're bringing something new each time. I'm here for that. I'm here for that over just seeing action movie. After action movie. After action movie. Like Mm. give me this. What they have done with 7 makes me really excited for 8. What I've seen of 8 makes me actually excited for it. I really want it. Won't buy a ps5 for this i'll just get on pc i'd rather upgrade my um, graphics card for cheaper than buying a ps5 yeah but like i'm really liking what they're doing with it i think even they got the um they're they alluded to i don't know if it's the same voice i don't know if it's the same character but they alluded to the merchant being back too Mm. so like that was at the end like the guy said something about he has wares or whatever yeah it's like it sounds like the merchant it's funny too because i was like oh my god he sounds irish then all the irish people i talked to they're like he doesn't sound irish at all (laughs) He sounds English. Yeah, he sounds. So, I'm, I'm, he sounds like a British person, to be honest. 
I mean, the um, the original merchant had like more of a Cockney accent or any, or something, mm, 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 more of like a stereotypical Cockney accent. Mm. So I know I'm excited for this. This is one of the few things I'm actually looking forward to this next generation. I just hope they don't do any more remakes of Resident Evil. I know they're going to port everything to hell and back, but like yeah, they're probably going to port everything from one to remakes. I'm, I mean, zero to uh, remake three are all like primed to be like ported. It will happen. It always does. Just give it time. And since yeah. it's backwards compatible, they'll probably like sell like they'll probably like sell upgrade packs too because Capcom. You know, you can play yeah. your old version. You'll get if you pay like five bucks, you can upgrade it. There's a company that sells uh, unlock codes for difficulties. <laughs> like you can spend five bucks and unlock all the unlockables in your game through them, just mm-hmm. to save you time. They also made it in Devil May Cry Five where you could buy red orbs to upgrade your characters or gold orbs so you could revive. And the economy is based around that. So I don't know. Capcom needs to get bent. But I'm I'm looking forward to eight. I'm looking forward to it. It's the only thing that had that was really that interesting to me through in the conference. Yeah. So I, I really need to finish seven. <laughs> Dude, just do it on stream, and I'll talk to you the whole time. <laughs> yeah, like I I really need to finish seven because I I want to do I want to play eight. It'll take me like two years to probably finish eight, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I want to play eight because it looks interesting, and I, I want to see the old characters like Chris come come back and and Mia and stuff like that. So I hope they kill Chris. I hope they kill him off. I hope they just like somehow a virus hits and it kills everyone who was a protagonist in the previous games. I don't Especially want any of those Rebecca old characters Chambers. to come. Yes, like there are characters that like I'd like to see Sheva and stuff again, but like if they're not going to tap those characters, then just kill them all off and and just do mm-hmm. new characters. Like if they it's just make that military them back, don't bother. group, right? In it's the same military group that Chris is a part of, right? Well, it could be. I don't know. The BSAA. Yeah. I mean, Ethan's not related to them at all. Ethan and mm. Mia were their own people. Mm. Like they were new to Seven. Their whole like everything related to them was new in Seven. Mm. Chris works for Neo or Blue Umbrella now. I don't know why. In the first trailer, it showed him like shoot who appeared to be mia or something like i we don't know why chris is thick bad guy now but they did they did fix his face so he actually looks like chris now they should do that if they port seven fix chris's face so he looks like chris for the love of god that was an awful looking chris sorry about the man whose face they use but you are not chris Hmm. anything else come out from that the ps5 thing (laughs) Well, yeah. After this, they just announced the price and the date, four hundred. We as as everyone thought it was going to be four ninety nine for the disc edition and three ninety nine for the digital edition. I was able to secure my pre order for the disc edition. So pre orders have been a nightmare. Apparently, they're supposed to wait like twenty four hours, but they just like everyone but Sony and Amazon, I think, did it right away. Yep. So, so I just keep I've seen like person suit complaining about it on Twitter. Uh don't yeah. don't worry about not being able to pre order it if you don't get it within the first month. Like there's only five games coming out for the system at launch. Yep. You'll you can get two of them on the previous generation. Like if anything, just wait until like January or something after the holidays. Yeah. Make sure you got the money to get through it this year, especially. This yeah, is especially with me. everything if think about yourselves first. Before you think about blowing a console, for mm-hmm. for me technically I don't have a job, but I had the money already secured for mm-hmm. this 
So I wasn't too worried, and I'm. I, but if if it literally comes to your livelihood versus a console, choose your livelihood for love of God. I hope you're sound to think about that. But like, you know, it's, it's weird to hear this from me, someone who again just spent eighty dollars on a Dreamcast game. Like really, this year, like with things how they're going, we don't know how things are going to be the rest of the year. I know it's always like that, but like things have this has been a bad year overall. I really think they should have pushed off this generation till next year. I think this is going to be putting a lot of people in a spot where, like, yes, all this stuff's entertainment, but people who, like, if the, it's been a shitty year, people want something to get their mind off it, so they're going to want to spend money on this, and they probably shouldn't, because we don't know how things are going to go. I don't I don't know. I just recommend holding off until next year anyway. So if you don't get a pre-order, don't get sad. You can get it. It's not going to yeah. be like the, the, it's um, not gonna be the, the scarcity of the Switch. Yeah. Nintendo systems always have scarcity um or sony and microsoft systems don't yeah a lot of these games are gonna be cross-generational or on pc so don't rush out to get them what's interesting enough though is the release dates for both consoles so xbox is teeing up first and november 10th while sony is going to do november 12th for us japan canada australia new zealand south korea and Mexico, with other t- territories wa- launching on the 19th, the week after. So, But that's not all. We had one more thing, which is the Nintendo conference. Yeah, out of nowhere, Direct. they announced a another Direct. They've done several of them already. Um, has anything... Was there one within the past two weeks? I don't know if we touched upon it. I know I don't, I don't remember if we did a podcast after they talked about Pikmin, that one coming out. I don't remember no. anything that was coming out during that one. Yeah. Let me take a look. Let me just like scan through it real quick. The Mario thing happened. The Mario thing happened, which was quite a kind of funny after our talks between me, you, and Timber about that. Yeah, I don't remember exactly what we said, but I pre-ordered it because I'm like, my thing is yes, I own all these games. I own all of them. I own Mario sixty four. I own it on two systems. Mario mm-hmm. um, Sunshine. I own the U S. and the Japanese versions. Mm-hmm. Galaxy. I own the u.s and the japanese versions you know what like two those last two things have disc rot problems will eventually happen so they will eventually not be playable anymore so like i'm like i want these on a modern system i know they're barely touched but this is gonna like whether i buy these on a cartridge or whether they come out later in like an eShop is like a download i'll probably buy them i like sunshine a lot i like galaxy those two alone make it worth buying for me mario 64 mm. like i have it on my my ds which is hard to control now, and I have it on my N64, which is also kind of hard to look at as much as I like it. It's nice to have these three in a collection on modern hardware. Super Mario Sunshine already costs $50 minimum on its own on a GameCube, then you have to buy a GameCube, a memory card, and a controller for it, or a Wii, a memory card, and a controller for it, in addition to it, so you're not going to be paying 50 bucks. They should be doing a lot more to these games than they are, and they should have included Galaxy 2, but whatever. I might keep this one and just scalp it and sell it later. Don't know. But, I mean, I honestly, everything else they announced during that, the, um, the Mario Direct was stuff I wanted. Like that yeah. Game & Watch thing? I really want that Game & Watch. Yeah, that Game & Watch looks really good. It has the... Mario, what, 1, 2, 3, and maybe one, two, three, and maybe World on it? Or is it just 1, 2, and 3? 1, 2, 3, and Lost Levels. Lost Levels. I want that. I think it's like 50 bucks. It's a little like LCD with a backlit screen shaped like a game watch. Mm-hmm. I need it, but I'm not, I probably won't buy it. 
And then it has a Mario skinned juggalo juggler game. Juggalo game. game. <laughs> juggalo game, yeah. Yeah, I mean they are pretty much juggalo games at this point. It's an it's a novelty. Um it's definitely not no one needs to buy it, but like I would like it if I had the spare money and could find one. Yeah. And then a week after that is they dropped a short little one trailer thing about a brand new Hyrule Warriors game, and I'm very excited about this. It's called mm. Age of Calamity. I'm really, really bummed that Fangirl isn't on here because I would yeah. love to have talked to her about this. Because this, uh, this, go ahead. I was gonna say this one is a prequel. takes place a hundred years before Breath of the Wild. You're actually playing through like the calamity in the war and stuff like that. Yeah. I thought people were messing with me because they like. There's one guy that always fucks with me in my chat. There's a couple people that always tell me like, "Oh, they announced this." I'm like. Did they though? Like, if they did, that's fine. But like, if you're just trying to get me, like, it, I don't waste my time with with lies. Mm-mm. So, I'm super excited for this. I loved Hyrule Warriors, and mm. I really can't wait what they do for Age of Calamity. Obviously, they are going to add more characters than just the heroes Zelda and Link. Mm-hmm. I would love to play as um, what's what's her name? Uh. Thunder Thighs or Mifa? No, uh, well, there there was another character that um that is with you at the beginning of the game. Oh, I'm I'm like blanking out at her name. The the person that upgrades your your Sheikah slate. Oh, um, what's her name? Because she absolutely Z- hates her. <laughs> um, Priya. Priya? No, 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 Rita? no. It's the. At Hatena Village or. Hatena, yeah, in Hatena. Um, Hatino Village. I think it's Midna. No, not Midna. No, not Midna. She's a staple in every every Zelda game. That's why. Oh, oh, oh. That, that's not Hatino. Okay, so you went to Kakariko. Um, Impa. Impa, yeah, Impa. She doesn't up. She doesn't upgrade your slate. Oh, okay, okay. She so just, she gives you all the memories that you need to look for. I'm pretty sure Impa's going to be a game in this game as a hero. I'm really hoping she is. Yeah, that'd be cool if you could play like. Old Lady Impa. Yeah. Um, obviously, I want to play as Calamity Ganon as uh, as the alt story. Are they going to have that too? I'm pretty sure they might because they did Ganon for the original Hyrule. Yeah, that'd be cool if they did one of him where you could like see him like just kind of like break down and become the Calamity. But I, so. this came out of nowhere. I'm actually excited for it. I also really liked Hyrule Warriors. I bought it on every system it's come out on. And I've enjoyed it every single time. It's like one of the few Musou games that's been good. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to this very much so, and I can't wait. And I would like to play as Thunder Thighs, so. Yeah, but it looks like you'll be able to play as Link. Probably Link Zelda, the four champions. Um, I can only imagine you can play as, like, that, that, I mean, that's six right there. And the previous Hyrule Warriors had a ton. Unless they open up time travel bullshit, they're probably not going to see anyone else other than, like, non-canon appearances. But I bet you'll be able to play as... Probably get to play as people from the Sheikah tribe. There'll probably be one or two new characters from that. There's probably going to be a bunch of new characters. I wonder if the king will be playable as well. Oh, I would like to see the king. Because it was fun to play as Talkboat when uh, he was in Hyrule Warriors Legends. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah there, there's a couple things that I'm just like, yeah, I really, really can't wait for this. <laughs> So this is coming out what November? Yeah, in November. So I'll probably grab it or like be ask my girlfriend like when we do Christmas exchanges, ask her if like that's something she'll get me because that looks fun. I want it. 
that's something I can play on my Switch. That's see, I'll, I'll, I like to get Nintendo stuff as much as like other com- companies too. I like Nintendo games. They're they're cozy. They're comfy. So yeah, I'm gonna look. I, I just want, hope they show some more stuff for it soon, just so I know what we're getting into because they'll probably have a season pass and stuff again. Mm-hmm. But yeah, with the main event after that was this mini third-party release direct release and obviously the big punch out of it was monster hunter yeah monster hunter rise is coming it looks like it's somewhere it's set in between like gameplay wise in between gu and world Mm -hmm. um so that they'll be good because there's a lot more movement and it looks like they're adding a lot more like characters interacting like talking and stuff i'm probably gonna shut that off right away Oh yeah, like yeah. I heard they're like, yeah, get him, and like turn, let me ha- turn off the voices, please, for the love of God, or let me go back to Monster Hunter speak or something. Yeah, so they <laughs> took the the battle, the the tested ground stuff from World. It's one open map again, mm-hmm. like World. So they're not going to do segments anymore. Thank God. Mm-hmm. They will have Palico and a brand new thing. Which is uh, very interesting. What was it called? The pal- the Palamute? Palamute. Yeah, like a Malamute dog. It's this wolf. You'll, you still have your Palico, but you have the this wolf dog thing that you could ride on and get around, and then you can jump off and, like, you know, attack. But he can also run up walls and jump on things and climb on uneven surfaces. So I'm like, this is so cool. They're adding, like, more traversal. Because they added pets and stuff into um, Iceborne, right? Yeah. It's kind of cool to see all the stuff that they experimented with in World coming back to a new a new thing. Yeah. And what's good about this one is you get to have two characters with you. You can have your Palamute and Palico. You can have two Palicos or you can have two Palamutes. And, and if you're doing multiplayer, you can have one Palico or Palamute on your side. So there's going to be like eight things if you're having a full party. Did it, was it just me or did it look like they announced a new weapon? They announced that zip, that little hook gliding thing that you can zip up towards and climb def- stuff. Because they made it like Breath of the Wild where you can just climb mm. everything at this point now. Although it just it definitely looked like someone was using a scythe. It could be just the augmentation it making okay. it look like a scythe. But I don't okay, know. It could have been like... Because, like, I know some of the weapons kind of transform a little bit, so it could have just been that. But I'm like, it would be cool if they added a new weapon type at this point, even if it's just one. Yeah. It would be nice. It would be interesting. I would kind of see that. Because it's been a it, while, hasn't it? Yeah, it's it's been a while. It's been... The last one was, what, the hunting horn? Mm-hmm. Uh, or and the like, insect blade. The insect Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it would just be nice to see some new stuff. It, it looks like the gameplay is going to... The movement's a bit more like world, because as someone who is a bow user... I'm like, please give me a way to play the bow well. Yeah. And World did that. GU, it's okay, but I mean, it's definitely, you have to relearn it. So it's very interesting that they announced this now because they're, they were like, yeah, Iceborne is going to have the, uh, much on the world, Iceborne is going to have its last free DLC update. And then this got announced. <laughs> mm-hmm. So hopefully, what I'm thinking is they're just going to alternate on teams. Where yeah, like, I mean, if they did, the like, world. one Nintendo one, one world yeah. one. Yeah. So I'm hoping that they're going to do this. Like, after they say, okay, we're this is the last support for Rise, soon after they're going to announce Monster Hunter World 2. But that 
wasn't the only Monster Hunter World or Monster Hunter thing that they announced. They also announced Monster Hunter Stories 2, Wings of Ruin, which I don't mind because I really, really liked Monster Hunter Stories. So it's a JRPG, so if you kind of like that, it's a JRPG set in the Monster Hunter World. So if you kind of like that, this is really good. I really like the Amiibos that they announced for it. That's one big thing on my end that I really liked. They have the Amiibo for the main monster, the Palamute, and the Pelico. I'll probably buy the Palamute one. Yeah, I'm going to get all three. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't the only big surprise that I th- thought it was very interesting that they kind of did more information about, which is Balan Wonderworld. It's oh, just Balan Wonderland. Yeah. Is it knights? But with um, it's, it's just knights. It's just knights. Is there any ground? Is there any ground um, gameplay to it? Because knights was all air. It looks like it's ground, but you can transform into different quote okay. unquote forms. The art style definitely looks like knights, so um, that doesn't surprise me. It's cool. I'll keep an eye on that one. It's not interesting to me just yet, but once it's like closer to release, and if they put a demo, out, I'll probably be more interested in checking it out. So. Uh, they they also announced that it's coming out in March alongside Monster Hunter World or Monster Hunter Rise. So rip that game, honestly. <laughs> It'll have its own fans, but it is what it is. Is it there. is um Balan? Is that coming to everything or is it just Nintendo? It's coming or? to everything: PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Okay, cool. I didn't know if it was just one come. I think it was announced at like like um, Sony's thing, so I wasn't sure what was going on with it. It was originally announced on the pre-show for the Xbox Series X. Okay. Yeah, so I was worried it was uh, exclusive, and I just never followed up with it. Yeah, that's what we were thinking as well. They also announced... What was it? (laughs) So it's interesting for that. And you got this fitness boxing rhythm game. Looks like another... It's Ring Fit Adventure Lite. It looks like a sequel to Wii Fit kind of game. So mm-hmm. looks fairly interesting. Well, I mean, after, after Ring that... Fit Adventure took off, I'm not surprised seeing like more people that are like jumping in trying to like get more of that that uh that money. Yeah. Then you got Rune Factory Five also, which is a JRPG. You get to do crops hunting, so it's like an RPG with. Mm-hmm. Harvest Moon, so to speak. Yeah, it's like Harvest Moon, but the JRPG version of it. Yeah. So, but that—that's pretty much it. They did a I mean, mini exclusive direct for Monster Hunter. After that, where they talked about mm-hmm. the creatures and stuff like that, and it looked Ori, very interesting. Oh, yeah, and Ori. Ori's coming to Switch, and it's also getting a um, collector's edition physical with both both games. Yes. So, I'm just trying. To, I'm just like looking through to see what else has was on there, and I think that was it. So it was, it's released digitally today, mm-hmm. but the physical re- collector's editions is going to be released later if you guys want that. Mm. But yeah, mm. that's this was a big game thing that happened. It's a good time to be a gamer, unless Gamers. if it wasn't for everything that was happening right now. <laughs> well, that's about that's about it for those three. I mean, I'll keep an eye on everything. There's still nothing like too terribly exciting to <laughs> to get for me yet but you seem excited for the playstation at least yeah well yeah i'm, I'm a sony guy so it's it was always going to be that way i like i said i was i'm excited for all three consoles 
I'm really hoping for that Switch Pro, Pro model now. So mm. I feel like if Monster Hunter's coming out, definitely there's going to be a Switch. Because Monster Hunter's coming out in March, like what, four years after the Switch launched. Nintendo always does a Pro version of their hardware for the handhelds. I bet there's one coming. I've heard rumors or something about them work, like asking people to make things 4K compatible now. I, I foresee a, a Switch Pro or a successor coming in the next couple of years, maybe as early as March. Yeah. So, I mean, they announced the Switch and, like, released it, like, within three months. So, like, it's not surprising that they're... 50 uh, days. 50 days 50 from days. its initial announcement. And, like, it worked out for them. So, like, Nintendo does this all the time. So, I wouldn't be surprised if towards, like, winter, maybe early next year, we'll see uh, an announcement for new hardware. Hmm. Even if it's just, like, a, a half-step upgrade. Yeah. Um, the only other thing of note that happened was they're ending production on the 3DS. Yeah, so... Which I thought already happened. Yeah, so pour a cold one out for the boys, I guess. Yeah. It'd be like that. <laughs> but yeah, there's a good time to be gamer if this whole 2020 didn't happen. <laughs> but yeah, let's continue on to questions, I guess. Yeah, we have some questions. They're in my Discord server. There is always a link in... Uh... If you go to my Twitter, there's a link to the Discord server in there. Um, let's see. Currently, we have we only have a few questions today. Um, the first one we had was from Chi, who said, "Who won E3? Nintendo partners, Microsoft or Sony?" Uh, Microsoft definitely did not. It's a tie. I'd, I'd say Nintendo and Sony were pretty much even keel. I just wasn't really excited by either one of them. But I mean, I'll beginning of generation stuff never exciting for me. Like maybe next year this stuff will be a little bit better. Just this year it's been weird. What's like um, this year's been weird with how they are announcing stuff and just like nothing's actually coming out. So to be perfectly honest, if Sony didn't have the big presser thing, if they just dropped saying, "Hey, this is the date and the the price," and if Nintendo didn't have the direct today, Nintendo would have won regardless. Mm. I think with the amount of support that it was getting. And the Mario stuff and Zelda Age of Calamity, it was probably going to win it for me. Yeah. But um, it's it's even all around as of right now. See, Chi also asked, do you think the price of the price increase of games is justified? I'll assume we'll talk about this anyway, which we actually didn't talk about yet. Same opinion as digital only versions and then being possibly more expensive due to download prices versus discs. Um, I don't think they need to up, to, up it to $70. I I still have not understood why we're up to sixty dollars on games. Yeah, especially because it's See, sixty dollars I... to start, and then you buy a season pass. They're not sixty dollars anymore. They have been like actually ninety dollars for a while. Now games are going to cost a hundred if you want the full complete experience. Yeah, I don't I don't understand why they did the upgrade. I mean, there are certain games that I can kind of see it being an upgrade to, but to that $70 price point like for example Spider-Man they're doing a collector's edition which includes regular Spider-Man all the Spider-Man DLC and Miles Morales Miles is $40 by itself the DLC oh, is, is 20 and Spider-Man is 20 so you're actually saving money you get all that for 70 I didn't know Miles was only 40 but I mean it is yep. considering it is like a rehash in a way um, yeah it's a point five. it's a point five. so yeah it's $40 but I don't think it's justified. I think it's just them being greedy as they always are. Yeah. Um, like the, I, it, I it's a give or take. If it's it. like regular, 
NBA, 2K sports games. Yeah, no, it shouldn't be that fucking expensive mm-hmm. to be. It, it should be you're you're paying sixty, even if that, and along with all the stupid DLC and all the my my teams and all all the sports games can just shove it. They should have mm-hmm. just stayed at sixty, in my point and, of view. And this is also just seventy dollars for Americans. They've also applied it just seventy plus whatever your your currency marker is like for Europe. So it's like I think seventy pounds, maybe even like sixty five euros or something like that. It's something yeah. like that because I heard someone in chat they, they said. Set like seventy pounds for a game is ninety five dollars. Before, um, I think that was like ninety five. Let me double check this. But they're saying like, there's no fucking way they're gonna buy any games for it. They're like, why would I spend nearly a hundred dollars on one game? I spent yeah. ninety five hundred yen on Metal Gear Solid Five when it came out. Mm-hmm. That's basically eighty seven dollars. That game's not worth eighty seven dollars. I didn't even oh, have no. any anything else extra with it. Let me see, USD to sterling pound let's see right now i think if that is let's see 70 sterling is 90 dollars it's 90 dollars jesus christ and before they had snuck games up to 55 pounds which is 71 dollars that's what they were paying this past generation they were paying 10 11 dollars more than we were for a game and now they want them to pay an extra 20 on top of like what we're getting bullshit like it's not fair like in new zealand and stuff games already cost like their currency over 100 dollars so, like, I don't know, games are way too expensive. I don't think any of this is justified. Like, honestly, if these budgets are being so big for stuff, maybe look at how you're budgeting things. And a lot of it's marketing. Um, what was it? I think it's Grand Theft Auto Five. Its budget's mm. massive. I think it's the most expensive one, but a uh, game ever made only if you factor in marketing. The marketing's, like, five times as much as the development cost. Yeah. Oh, so, and yeah, happy so. seventh birthday, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. <laughs> a game that lasted three fucking generations and it's never going to die yep let's see next question from pudding cup why won't people let silent hill die because they're pathetic and sad i'm just going to be really mean and blunt the series is, is it dead. silent hill or silent hills <laughs> like the series is dead silent hills is over it's never going to happen like it, the writing's on the wall it's been on the wall it's so, so much on the wall it's covering it it's just written all over it the the series is dead let it go if it comes back great but stop getting your hopes up you're only hurting yourself and you're stupid you're stupid mm-hmm. and you're idiots mm-hmm. like join the rest of us who have not gotten another haunting ground another clock tower another dino crisis marvel just shut up <laughs> yeah Mar- like a real marvel versus capcom infinite was bullshit join the yep. rest of us who had games that were also really good that we don't get new versions of at least you got games for a long time at least at least you got games for a while. Whether or not they are good, who cares? Someone, I remember one of the people I'm friends with, another bigger contract creator, she's like, I hope they make another Silent Hill, even if it's bad, I just want another one. I'm like, why would you hope for that? That's so stupid to even say that. I hope they make a bad version of the thing I love. You're an idiot. You're an idiot if you think that. You should only want good things to happen from your shit. Like, just, I would rather my series be dead than, like, a rotting corpse. Resident Evil took forever to get back to where it was. It took forever to to get interesting, and then it, like it still missteps all the time. Just be happy that you like you have access to a good version of Silent Hill Two on PC, so you can still play that. Mm. I don't know. They're just. I honestly think the Silent Hill fandom's pathetic at this point. You're like as I don't know. I don't, <laughs> you're pathetic. Get over it. <laughs> Go look on the Silent Hill subreddit right now. After the Sony announcement, it was just a lot of sad people. 
because they were convinced they were getting a new game with absolutely no no evidence of this. What? Why? Why? <laughs> why? Yeah, you... I don't know. They're like we had in we you know we got like rumors of that. I'm like there's always rumors. After one rumor falls, like someone just comes up to like actually I was wrong. It's gonna be the next one. People are like well, you know they came through before. Like they've never come through. Just get it's, over it's it. It's like me wishing for a Metal Gear game again. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen at this point. If it does, it's gonna be like survive again. It's never going to be. It will never be what you want it to be. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen? Oh, they're going to get the original director for Silent Hill and he's going to work with Sony and stuff like that. The original director made Silent Hill 1. That's all he touched. Then he made Siren and then Gravity Rush. What yeah. do you think that dude's doing now? He's not touching horror anymore. Yeah, he's having a good time tripping ride at with Gravity maybe, maybe Rush. Maybe Kojima could do it. Kojima can't do horror. Yep. There's been no evidence that he can do horror. He had PT, and that was a playable teaser only. There was never anything more than that. He could make a haunted hallway simulator, and that's been it. Uh, I don't know. I'm the Silent Hill fandom pisses me off. They're just sad, pathetic people. <laughs> All right, we have one more question um, from Black Shotgun. Why can't PC gaming be cheaper? Um, and the reason why it's so expensive is because your hardware will last will outlast consoles. And PC hardware can be used for multiple things, not just games. Like, it's it's more of a hobby. PC gaming is more hobby than console. Like, that's more of, like, getting into the deep end of the hobby. It will always be more expensive because PC parts last longer, and they're um, not proprietary. Like, you can basically mix and match and make your own PC, and they'll always be more expensive because they're used for other things. They're not just for gaming. That's, that's really it. I don't know if you have anything else to say about this. No. No. <laughs> Honestly, just get yourself a mid-range like gaming PC, and then you'll only have to upgrade your um your um graphics card for for a while, and you'll be okay. You don't have to get the highest end, but if you get the highest end, you won't have to buy, upgrade anything for a while. Hmm. But yeah, I think that's about it. Anything else before we head off? Well, no, not right now. The only thing that I can think of is that I am streaming again. Really. Yes. On the Twitch? On the Twitch. But yeah, yeah, yeah I'm I'm playing games on the Twitch again. I am currently playing Breath of the Wild because my whole thing was as soon as I saw Age of Calamity come up, I'm like, you know what? I am going to sit down and I am going to play this game and try to finish as much as I can. And hopefully I can get all the story or the memories. And... Mm kind of have a complete outlook so to speak i'm doing that in quotes mm. about the story before i head into age of calamity but yeah you can check me out at twitch.tv slash ongaku do you that is my podcast's channel but it's pretty much just my channel because the other co-hosts on my podcast don't play video games or don't stream anything so mm. it's just just me so if you want to take a look at my lovely thing so i stream on monday thursdays and saturdays monday and thursday is 10 p.m hawaii standard time so like first thing in the morning for you for you guys or in the middle of the night for you guys and on saturdays i might do an hour or two earlier just haven't really kind of committed to that probably 9 p.m mm. so it'll take a while you'll eventually get a schedule to go in like once you figure yeah. out what works for you yeah, so, but right now I'm going to play Zelda for the first, on Monday and Thursdays, and then I'm going to do
do a variety game on Saturday. I don't know what I'm going to choose as of right now. It's either Common Rider or the AKB dating game. I think I'll have fun with the AKB dating game, but I really like Musou or Musou like with the Common Rider game. Mm-hmm. So, but by the time this gets posted, I would have already chose. But that is my schedule. So if you guys want to check that out, but yeah, where can we find you? Blue. You can find me Monday through Friday on twitch.com slash Cody Hunter, which is easier to spell than is to say. You will know how to spell it if you're listening to this podcast. And I stream from 7 a.m. Central Standard Time until about 1 or 2 in the afternoon. I typically play retro games, so whether they're horror or horrible, you always find something you probably have never seen before there. I also make YouTube content. I make YouTube uh, video essays about different video games. Just had one of them go up about the unique horror experiences you can find on the Sega Dreamcast, and I talked about Blue Stinger and Ill Lead which are made by the same development team. They have they changed names at some point. But they're very different types of horror games compared to each other. But it's kind of like the evolution of the Resident Evil clone into more um, experimental horror. That's kind of what that one's about. Check that one out. It's really good. I have another one coming up. I'm hoping to have it up next week. I'm hoping to have two more this month. So one should be hopefully Monday, Tuesday. I need to, I need to write it still. I need to write it. Uh, writing's hard. Writing's really hard. <laughs> But I'm hoping yes, to have that is. one up and then hopefully one like on the last day of the month so I can have three up. My YouTube content's been a little bit slower just because it's really I've been trying to like do my streams longer. So like if I'm streaming for like six, seven hours a day and then trying to make YouTube content, I don't know how to do that. It's been really hard to do it because Retrosource takes up so much time. But hopefully I'll have some more non Retrosource content up later. Um it's just it's a, been a slow go. But yeah, you can find me on there everywhere, every social media at Cody Hunter. I'm also on Instagram now. I'm trying to update my Instagram with instance at least a couple times a week, if not more. I put my going live things on there when I can, at least because I want to show off my collection as well. Or like I've been showing off my Wonder Swan collection lately. So definitely check me out on there. And uh, yeah, appreciate it. But yeah, I think that's all for us, right? Anything, any last words? Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at otyken1 and you can find the japanese music based podcast that i usually do called ongakudu at ongakudu on all the social medias on twitter and instagram and the website ongakudu.com where you can see where i do some light reporting about the japanese music industry but yeah you can follow me on otyken1 if you want me to talk about bang dream aina aiba the playstation the NBA Finals, which is going on right now. That's actually and, uh, hmm? I forgot that, that sports were happening. Yeah, sports is happening. The Dodgers clinched the playoff berth for the MLB, so I'm quite happy. But, yeah, if you want to hear my rants about that, you can follow me at OTYKin1. Thank you so much for listening to this more gaming news-oriented episode of Potosaurus. My name is Louie, and I will see you guys next time. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Aloha.